0: My name is Mark Copes.
1: I'm Andrew Baxter. And this is... This is... The
0: Puppies of oh, yeah. watermelon. Oh, yeah. um, How's it going, Baxter? Go? Oh, Baxter. Oh,
1: that's, that's, that's getting angry. How's, how's it going for me? Thank I am going very well. I've just managed to... All this time i spent up trying to get this box out of the way and it's just falling... Sorry, right. It's just going to annoy me a lot. Right, sorry, no, I'm comfortable. I'm good. I'm good. I'm back. We're set up. We're live. We're, set- we're all set up. I'm going to try and keep them pushing
0: through because... uh Well, it is is late. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, it's just the one, this time frame is the only one that seems to be out of work. And that's super late for you, super early for me. And we both have to pretend that we're both awake. (laughs) And it's tough. Yeah. And I cannot afford to use
1: caffeine to get me through this because I had far too much at work today. Right. Bad. Bad news. I'm I'm having to just not right now. I I mean, I'm having. Easy access to freshly ground coffee. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not good. Oh, you have uh, at work. I mean, I, I mean,
1: it's really good. It's really good, but at the same time, it's not. It's like it leads to a bad situation because I was just chain drinking coffee and definitely got a bit of a buzz on.
0: Oof. And Oof. Uh, uh, struggled to sit still. I found something um, that something just perked me up just now. I um, was while well, you were getting that drink, then I was I was on Reddit and you get all these amazing comments on Reddit. And this one was just of uh, one of the latest comics I put up was about Platter pussies. I'm not sure if you know that uh the guy saying is this. You know, is
1: this is this in relation to
0: one of your Cow Texas comics? Indeed, indeed. I put this strip up and the the way it goes is first frame, they're both having a drink at a bar and one guy says, You know what I don't get? Platter pussies. Second frame, he's like, my friend's confused. He goes, uh I think the collective noun is actually, and then the main character walks away he's like "platter pussies" as if he, he just can't believe it. That that's the name of it. It just makes no sense, but I love it. And usually, comments on Reddit aren't the kindest. Things like "I don't get it," like you you completely <laughs> wasted my time. I'm I'm slowly collecting all these bad feedback quotes to put on the back of a book if I ever make one. And <laughs> this one guy like decides to. Go find the definition in that uh, what scientists and the Greek, or was it, pseudo-Latin and the correct gluk plural word and all this kind of thing. Apparently should be platypodes, all this stuff. And there's definitely this uh, thing of how if you get 100 nice things to say, as soon as one person say one bad thing, you focus on the bad thing and not. So I've, of course, rebuttaled against him and, and found my own. Um, Ooh, do you, you engaged him? Yeah, I shouldn't have. No, nah, but... I usually am a smart ass. I usually say like, I don't know. I hope something can make you smile today, or something like that. But so, so his was the first point. I was like, oh man, maybe Reddit doesn't get this joke. And then this last person just commented and just made me chuckle. He's like, but for real though, if we're not going to use it much, let's call them platter pussies. I was like, Amen, <laughs> brother. But for real though, <laughs> but does it really matter? <laughs> yeah, he gets it. So I appreciated that.
1: Good hold of Reddit. Uh, I've been avoiding Reddit for a while now Ooh. for a couple of reasons. One of which was that I realized I was on it too much and it was just wasting my time. Mm-hmm. So I stopped going on it regularly. But I'm also now, like every now and then I peek onto it for a couple of seconds and then immediately you'll get my decision and go back off because there'll be something about Game of Thrones on there. Uh, and yeah. I am behind.
0: Mm. That's like, that's... That's almost as bad as calling in sick for work when you're not actually sick. How can you do that?
1: I I know. I've been told in no uncertain terms that if I watch them by myself, I will be in a lot of trouble. Okay. So I'm definitely going to wait to catch up, Mm -hmm. which will be this weekend. But I've decided, because there's been something else uh, recently, which I've been scared of getting spoiled, which was Endgame. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, I've now seen Endgame, and I decided for the first time I went to see Endgame, I decided that I'm now going to stop caring about spoilers because I get too wound up about them. Uh huh. So I've been avoiding trailers. I tried very hard to not see any trailers for Endgame. I tried very hard to see not any trailers for Infinity War, a lot going back, probably back until Iron Man 3 is when I stopped watching trailers.
0: Cause sometimes because sometimes trailers show the
1: whole movie. They do, they have a, loads of spoilers. So, uh, for example, one great example would be the new. Have you seen the new
0: Star Wars trailer? Uh, no, but hit me.
1: Well, there's at the end of the Star Wars trailer, there is what uh, I presumably I'm going to guess this is a Disney influence, but there's this laugh, which we, I think we're meant to assume is the Emperor. So we're meant to be going, "Oh no, the Emperor's back!" But that would be a massive like twist in the plot if it was in the film. But uh-huh. if it's in the trailer, it's there's nothing. It's like if they, it's just a bit silly. To have that, like they put too much into the film uh, into the trailer, where they're trying to say, like, and
0: here's the twist. You go, but that's
1: not. The so don't put that in the trailer because then we don't know about it.
0: It's almost like with franchises like that, and with Endgame, is that you don't need to entertain us because we're coming anyway. So, like a lot of the yeah. Endgame trailers were just slow motion scenes of things that of people walking. You're like, okay, okay. So they're walking. That's great. <laughs> like nothing is revealed, which is fantastic I- because. The, a few of the major yeah. plot points I, I didn't see coming, which was great. From memory, I think
1: I, I did see the uh, Endgame trailer a couple of times, I think, mm-hmm. um, because I keep on forgetting to take headphones to the cinema, but I'm gonna, not going to start doing that. I don't think any massive spoilers were in the trailer. No. And most of the stuff in the trailer was in the fairly
0: early on in the film. Uh-huh. And but let's be honest, like, yep. people that there's a special part of... Hell reserved for people that spoil movies. Like the especially Game of Thrones, because you've been avoiding it. Well, because the people in America will see it, and they'll be loving, especially the comic scene. People love making comics about it because people like to share things that are relevant to what they like, and so also so it's, it's very a
1: well. very easy way to get people to read your comics and stuff. Exactly, it's or like, it's very popular.
0: Yeah, and so. Because in Australia we watch it generally Monday night after work, because most people are working while it's being, or well, it's too early while it's being released in the world. So we have to get through a day, even though we're in the future, we have to get through a day to to watch it normally, which is frustrating. But
1: well, what the time it comes out here? Yeah, when do you watch it? Very early Tuesday,
0: Tuesday morning, right? No, it would be do- Tuesday evening for you, right? Now, for us, it comes out Monday morning because I think it's Sunday night in America, and we watch it Monday, Arbo. So I think for you, it would be like Sunday midnight. Hmm. Or have I got it way
1: off? I'm getting it wrong then. I don't know. It's not entirely relevant to me because Uh I haven't been watching them as soon as they come out. I've just kind of, because I'm limited to only watching them when when, when my girlfriend's around. So that kind of means that we can't watch them as soon as they're dropped. Mm-hmm. And they're
0: dropped at ridiculous o'clock in the morning, so we don't watch them. Then. Well, that's another cross mark for girlfriends. We have to wait to watch Game of Thrones now. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Well, th- this is why it's good to have multiple shows that you watch so that you can have ones that you watch with people, because watching shows with people is definitely a way to enjoy them a bit more.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. To share it with someone else. But I thought you were about to you say this kind of- is the benefit of having multiple girlfriends. But I'm glad you went down the multiple well- TV shows. That's a better <laughs> route. <laughs>
1: how you want to live your life is your own thing
0: <laughs> that's it um, no judgement
1: but they uh, if you want to you always want to make sure you have at least one show that you're just watching yourself because that way you don't have to wait around like I, I find it's really frustrating when you're having to wait to watch a show now
2: yeah
0: now,
1: like, it's available and I can't watch it because oh we're going to be busy this weekend and then we're going to be away next weekend so we can't watch it. that and then it's always bits in the middle there and you just end up going like I've got an hour spare this evening by myself but I can't watch it because Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, how many episodes are you uh, to go in Game Three? You like two behind? I have seen the first episode of season eight. Wow! And that's it. You got so much enjoyment to come.
1: Yeah, I have. I've also, though, well, I kind of know what's going to happen because, oh, okay. I, as I said, I went and read it, which was a mistake. Now, you, you come so- on pretty quickly though there's going to be spoilers, and you turn it off very quickly. So, you, not, I don't think I've had any. I don't think I've had anything spoiled. I just kind of know that some stuff's going to happen, but that stuff was fairly obvious that it
0: was going to happen anyway. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Speaking of yeah. um, watching movies, like yeah. May, the, mm-hmm. May, the May the 4th was the other day, and yeah. I went and watched with friends, watched the original Star Wars movie. And I, I watch all the Star Wars movies, but I'm pretty bad at like remembering names and piecing together. Like, Obi, like Obi-Wan Kenobi is a different character by the time you – like, Because I'm in my childhood, it was episode one, two, three. So for me, like, Jar Jar Binks and pod racing is the shit. It's awesome. But apparently they're I, not... I kind of Yeah, people don't really like it. I'm not sure why. Well, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of Jar Jar Binks, but pod
1: race like, Phantom... I think one uh, for a very long time, my favorite Star Wars film was uh, Attack of the Clones. Right. But a lot of people think that's like one of the worst. Yeah. I don't get it. But that's just because for... when I By the time I got around to watching... Things like A New Hope or The Empire Strikes Back. I was either too young to understand it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: or I'd already seen the newer ones, or I watched them in bits because I never caught them
0: when they were on TV or something. And to be frank, it makes So they never really special had the same effect. magic. And special effects don't look that good like 20 years later. I'm just going to say. They kind of don't. And also, yeah.
1: it's like, it sits on such a pedestal that when you watch it without having the build up, like when it first came out, I'm sure it made a massive had a massive impact, but now you kind of watch it, you just go, ah, well, it's all right. But what you kind of don't realise around that is that it was
0: So different way ahead of its time mm-hmm. for some things. I was I was watching it and and it I I won't reveal the spoiler in case someone hasn't seen any Star Wars. But they're sitting there Look, talking about Star Wars is it? Because if thing. it's one of the first trilogy that you just fall away. <laughs> <laughs> episode, like episode four. It's so yeah, the very original yeah, Star you know, Wars. All but I've never really watched it because I've always like, you know, well, it's probably like, I don't know, it can't be that good. And they were talking about Luke Skywalker and the, the topic of his of his dad came up and everyone was like talking about his dad, but never mentioning it. And I was like, man, who is, who is his dad again? And it suddenly <laughs> dawned on me, <laughs> the big line that everyone talks about. But I was like, oh. It makes a lot of sense now. Like I've never actually pieced the two
1: together.
2: But
1: well, the thing that uh, I think from having watched—I uh, can't remember the last time I watched *A New Hope*, but I'm pretty sure the last time I saw it, I realized how little happens in that film.
0: Right, there's not many. Yeah, pivotal scenes in it.
1: It's 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 like very, very actually. There's not much. Just just not much substance to the film. It, it's it's very good, but the, the scenes themselves are like very short, and so you realize that they kind of go princess captured. Oh no, princess saved! Oh yay, we
0: did it! Congrats! <laughs> yeah, to the sunset. I didn't even know until my friends told me was the whole Han shot first business. Do you know yeah, the- that's well, I, yeah, what well, he did right. But that whole scene, I, I didn't know about. It. In case anyone listening doesn't know, but maybe you've heard Han shot first, but don't know about it. There's this scene where there's, it's not even a big scene, but he's, he's he, I don't know, trying to bargain with with some alien dude. And some some a bounty hunter uh, finds him. That's right. I think. And he wants to get rid of him or ransom him or something. And goes in the I think in the original film, Han just shoots him from uh under the table. But yeah, we were watching the remastered or director's cut or something the like special that. Special edition, the one that where they decided to add in a load of CGI, which just stands out like a sore thumb. Right, right. And so in this extra one, because apparently they didn't want him to. They they thought that him shooting, like without without the need, was kind of unprovoked. Um, yeah. yeah, without provoked, changed his character and and how people resonated with him. So they made bullets come out of the enemy, his gun first, just before it, so it looked like Han was had amazing reflexes and was just defending himself, which apparently would change the way we perceived him, which I didn't read that much into it. But it's just interesting that the whole, this this whole internet meme boiled down to this one weird scene that I still wouldn't have understood even um, if I had watched it, unless someone told me. So, I think a lot of that comes
1: down to there's people who just spend far too much time going to every minutia of any film. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars has a very big following.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that, it is a very interesting point that like, there's another good example where they've changed, edited something. Um, it's not quite well. Actually, I think it's probably in a similar idea, but it's not as famous. Is in ET? I uh, I know that they edited out. There's I've never seen ET. I've only seen bits of it, so I, I I know that this scene happens. But there's a scene where he cycles through a police barricade or something. Okay. With ET in the bike, and there's a in the original release of it, there was a policeman there holding a shotgun. But apparently, that's not very kid friendly having a policeman uh, with a shotgun around children. So they've edited it so that instead of having a shotgun, he's carrying a a walkie talkie. Really? Yeah. It's really weird that they're kind of going, oh, well, that doesn't work. We're just going to change that and edit it out. Huh.
0: And
1: did they do it it with like CGI or they refilmed the scene or. Well, they just. I think they would have just
0: had to do a CGI. Yeah. That's funny. I I don't know. I can't think of it. I haven't seen it. So. E.T. I. Remember watching this as Is a Is it kid. that good a film? No, but it scared the living shit out of me. Like, I remember the lounge. I remember the exact scene. We had some kind of, I, don't know, I think it was a cousin or a friend was over and we we're watching it. Mum and Dad were sitting on the chairs behind. I was sitting on the ground watching TV and I had to watch through, like, pretty much how I watch horror movies now. I put my eyes, my hands over my eyes, and I look through the gap of my fingers. That way I can close my hand at any time when I don't want to watch it. And I was scared. Like, that scene when He's like discovered in the shed and I thought it was the weirdest thing. And I'd looked under my bed before going to bed for ET (laughs) for probably three years every night because of that one bloody movie. Scary as hell. Jesus. I mean, I do that kind of thing now. Uh, Only last (laughs) night I
1: watched um, an episode of QI where they had some trancholos on and I suddenly started feeling very uncomfortable and couldn't shake the idea that there was a trancholos in the room.
0: Oh, damn. They
1: wouldn't be. It wouldn't make any. that uh, It wouldn't matter, but it's, uh, it just made me very uncomfortable, and mm. I don't know why. So, uh, you do you want follow up or do you want to ignore that one? Uh, follow, oh yeah, no, I shouldn't be there. I don't know unless you have any follow up from the last episode.
0: Mm, no. I listen to Excellent. it.
1: Excellent. Moving on. <laughs>
0: That's
1: all right. They can edit all this out. Which one would you like to go first? I want to talk about your selfies thing.
0: Selfies, all right. Well, uh, I can't remember if that's your bad spelling or my bad spelling. Uh, well, I think we're trying to be clever. But I wanted to talk about that. I first thought about this a few years ago, and it doesn't seem like a big deal now as much, but it was a revelation then. We were well. Firstly, when you go on holidays, are you the type of person that does? Uh, let's say you are at a monument and yep, with you. <laughs> you want to take a photo of it and you're with a partner, would you take a photo of the monument or would you get in a selfie with the monument?
1: Uh, I I mean, I don't want to admit this, but I would take a selfie
0: uh-huh.
1: with us. And With some exceptions, the exception being if I have a stand for the camera with me, uh-huh. I will actually set that up so I can take a proper picture of us. Okay with said monument. It depends. Wait, how big's the monument? Let's say it's a building. It makes a big cathedral. It's a building. It's a cathedral.
0: Yeah, let's say that.
1: Uh, I'd think I'd, well, I'd probably struggle to fit it in, to be honest. It's quite hard to get a cathedral in frame.
0: But this is the kind of thing with the selfies. The selfies, you aren't really concerned about how straight the photo is and you aren't really concerned if your bloody head takes up half the frame and you're not really concerned about the lighting, really what you're concerned about is that you are in the photo and that (laughs) your good side is in the photo and that secondarily, the person with you is in the photo. Like it suddenly don't, like I also take selfies. Don't get me wrong. Like even at the opportunity of getting someone else to take the photo or me just take, like I'll just take it because I don't know, but if
1: you get someone else to take the photo, you have to talk to a stranger. Exactly.
0: Oh, it's the worst. But there's something like uh, the appealing about having this, uh, even though we do it a million times and you look through your photo album and it's you in the same pose because you've got your selfie pose where you always take it with the same hand. And, and you're not quite looking at the lens. Right, and the person's – yeah, because you never know where the camera is and the person that's with you is always in the same position if someone's with you or – you know, if you're doing it by yourself and you're holding it with two hands, you've always got the double chin as you're like looking at the camera. Like it's always the same thing. And it always, it kind of weirds me out. Like even though I do it and always, especially if you're in a group, you'll have someone takes a photo or just say someone in your group is the one holding the camera. They'll take it. Everyone wants to see the selfie on the screen within, you know, in the next five seconds. They all want to have a look. And the one thing they're looking at is themselves. Like they're not looking at the object behind you. They're not looking at the friends that are with you. You're all looking at yourself to make sure that you're not the dummy that's like blinking or, or making a silly face. And it's, I don't, I don't know what to think about it, but there's something very egotistical about it that we're always concerned about ourselves and not any of the actual, like we could take a selfie of our face anytime we want.
1: I'm just sending you one of my most recently taken selfies, and the reason I'm doing this is because I don't think I'm very good at taking selfies. <laughs> and uh, the problem with this one, how, how what am I doing? I'm sending it. Yeah. So this video was taken. I guess, and now I sent you a photo. I guess this is going to end up being the cover for the show or something. <laughs> there it is. Now this this photo was taken uh, on the second day of the ultra tour of Aaron. So this was on the second ultra in two days. Uh, I'm going to try and work out when I took it in the afternoon. So why is it right? It's, I've been going for six and a bit, seven hours by that point. Uh, so I'm not a bit tired, but my I, I tell you what, I try taking a selfie at that
0: point. Make count how many I've done. <laughs> so you've got 20 or so on your camera.
1: Uh, not 20, but okay. I've got uh, nine, nine selfies. And I think I sent you, possibly not the best, but I don't think I sent you the worst.
0: That's great. You just weren't having um, a good day, were you?
1: Yeah, I don't, I I think I'm trying to smile. But Ooh. you kind of forget how to smile. Like, I I don't, I, I think we don't appreciate how much practice selfies require. Uh-huh. You're, you're definitely like able to hold it. You're definitely trying hard. I can see. I think I'm trying too hard. Like you have to hold the camera in the right place. You have to look at the right point whilst pressing a button and smiling. Uh-huh. And look, I, I struggle to smile. Uh-huh. Uh, remember, remember to smile. So I think
0: I a took some new ones. I think this is a great yeah. photo, but it's like very candid and probably shows the pain. <laughs> but the funny thing is like your head is blocking the one mountain in the background.
1: that is visible. Yeah, it's a picture of a mountain in the background, but right. there's a me in the way looking... But it's still considered. Looking a bit It's still considered a great photo. It's, it's funny. Like you could have just taken a
0: photo of the mountain, but this is great. Pretty sure at the time I thought I was smiling. <laughs> you can see the edges, the corners of your mouth are curled up, so you you know you've you've started the process. You're like, all right, to smile, I need to like start at the ends. Okay, good work, good work. Take the photo,
1: and you just yeah, that's what happens when you are that tired. Uh, I found some
0: other ones of me actually smiling, but they're not as good because they look. Like I meant to take them. We had this um this great we're doing this hike and we saw this uh young couple in love and they were taking a selfie with the very similar to this. It was in the snow and they were she she was taking the selfie and then she was a bit shorter than him. But uh they, they take the, the photo and then he um afterwards, you know, being quite romantic, he turns to to kiss her, like we're just watching this, like without them knowing, he just turns just to kiss her watching. on the cheek, and um, her head is down, looking at the camera. Like she had the, you know, the great selfie smile. As Soon as the photo's taken, it's back to the back to normal faces, looking at the the camera, and and she's he's just kissed her on the head accidentally, like in the ear, and <laughs> it's going, well, "What the hell are you doing?" It's just fantastic to watch because he was very confused, and but tried to play it off as if, um, you know, he meant to kiss her in the ear. Um, but just good time. It's, it's a very hard shot to pull off those. Yeah. Yeah. Shot me, kiss, Yeah, Yeah. Whilst holding it. Here's the, he, the, brain. the point I was, I was working towards was when I was doing a tour of the MCG, which is the Melbourne Cricket Ground, but they play their big football matches there. There was this article laying The Largest round. cricket ground in the world. Yeah. Right. Good, good stadium. Capacity of 80,000. And they had this article and it was written, it was, it was ahead of its time because. Usually, they were basically saying that selfies were the new autograph. And at the time, most people—if you were at the cricket and you were near the boundary and a cricket player came near—you'd still hold out like you know the little mini bat with the pen or your hat and the pen, and they'd sign your hat. But now, pretty much everybody will give you their camera, and the cricket player has to hold the camera and and take the photo themselves. And I don't know; it just makes me think, like, what's do you think it's true? Do you think selfies are the new autograph? Do you think autographs have a value yeah. at all anymore? Is it a lost art? It's, it's not so much a lost art. It's just that
1: you want to have... by like The reason you get something signed by one of your, uh, say, a sports star, you know, a cricket player, or a, uh, any one of your favorite sports team, the reason you get something signed is so that you have something to show that you encountered them. So you are actually, they actually... You know, maybe spoke to you while you were there. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a selfie is better because the selfie show, actually shows you
0: doing that. So it's a picture of that actually happening. Do you think that was... And that's much better. I, I think I agree with that. Like the autographs were proof that you saw that person. But do you think maybe when... Because yeah. there's a whole market of people selling merchandise that were signed. So they go to the games, try and get it signed, and they'll frame something. Do you think that is... Cheapened the value of the autograph because it's easier to get an autograph of someone that you admire i wonder i I think past that would have to come down to i think the the
1: signature itself isn't necessarily what holds the value because uh, with, with some exceptions uh, so say say some celebrities who very rarely sign autographs those ones might be a bit more valuable, but a lot of the time, especially like cricket players or any other like a, a tennis players are a good example because every time you see a tennis player walking off a tennis court, they or walking across, say they're walking around Melbourne Park, mm-hmm. they, they can't stop. Yeah, you know, they, they can't get anywhere for having to sign a million autographs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So they're constantly signing things: signing hats, signing tennis balls. So sign all these things, so surely the fact that there's so many of these autographs around it means they can't actually be worth anything right. It's just that you want to have your little thing where you signed it with someone, but it now seems to be very much like that you try to get the uh you have them the tennis ball and the pen so you get them to sign the tennis ball and then they have to pose with a selfie with you right it just takes and ten minutes to get it just seems very bizarre, yeah, yeah. and they just and it's just they're just sign
0: smile sign smile sign smile, and i it must be exhausting all right we had we went and watched those uh an author called Matthew Riley came to town a few years ago, big fan of his books. And we lined up for like, after the talk, we lined up for maybe two hours to like, to see him. And everyone's carrying like, I don't know, 20, their whole collection of all these books to get them signed because he's happy to sign and take their them. entire library. Exactly, pretty much people. And you could buy books there if you forgot to bring your own and all this, and I, I'm all about that. But um, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a book to, to sign. I didn't want to buy any. I was... Very like I got to the front, and he's like, "Would you like me to sign anything?" I was like, "Oh, no, that's good. I just wanted to like say hello, <laughs> and, that I like your like <laughs> just wanted to say I like your, your your books." And the assistant's like, "Would you like a photo?" And I'm like, "Sure, that'd be great." <laughs> like I hadn't really thought it through because I just froze at the moment. I was like, "Oh, I've got your attention now. I actually don't know what to do with it. I'm I'm a bit, a bit concerned." Do you not find that in a lot of situations you? I don't know if you do this, but when you're building up to this kind of
1: situation, you plan in your head what you're going to say.
0: And it never comes out the way you want it to.
1: No, every single time you plan it in your head and then as soon as it starts, you immediately go off and you're like, well, that's it, I'm off script now. Just <laughs> <forgot that laughs> I'm winging thing. it. I want to let you know that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even try to get back on scripts. Mm-hmm. Just straight away, it's gone, that's it, I've had
0: enough. Mm-hmm. I think nothing can be more evident of that whenever, like, if you're, interested in someone and you're approaching them to like ask them out on a date or get to know someone or i don't know that that was a phase of life where like scripted events became unscripted straight away I'm not sure about you just get ready for it to go sideways fast <laughs> very quickly yeah and then you're surprised they're actually talking to you especially when they just say yes that's 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 the- yeah, I had all these had all these backup reasons just in case you weren't like I had a sales pitch like, for me coming up. Do you know what to hear the backup reasons? Like I mean, I've spent some time on them. <laughs> yeah. I've put some effort into this. We we can still go through them just in case you you change your mind later. Like, do you even make a collection of your selfies? Like I've thought about this. Like maybe I should be printing out the selfies so that I can I don't know, look at them more. I don't know. Like because you take it, you've wasted their time, and what? You just add it to your collection of digital photos in your digital cloud hard drive. Is that special? But how many selfies do you have with famous people? Not many. I don't. I don't have any.
1: Uh, uh, wait, unless you count ones taken in Madame Tussauds.
0: Sure, whatever that is, but that I is definitely. Not. You don't know what Madame Tussauds is? No. Oh, they, they the um, wax The wax museum. Yeah, oh, no, no,
1: no. Well, in this case, it was the one in Bangkok, which I must say is just a mere shadow of the one in London, mm. which I should definitely go back to at some point. But I did take a lot of selfies there. But I was by myself. What else was I meant to do? <laughs> there like, wasn't
0: even anyone else in the room. That's the definition of a selfie.
1: <laughs> I think I was there on like a Tuesday afternoon because it was on a work trip. And after, after I finished the... The work, So I was like, I'm going to go to Mab to Swords. And then I was just walking around by myself, <laughs> taking selfies.
0: Well, that probably has the same feeling of going to the movies by yourself, I'm presuming.
1: There's nothing wrong with going to no, the movies by not, yourself.
0: I just haven't done it. Have you
1: not? No. It's very. Di- that's, that's not a very different experience. It's exactly the same. Probably. That's probably. Right. It does feel a bit weird queuing up by yourself. Just holding this. <laughs> uh, it's weird. Isn't it weird how the idea is that... What what do you do at the cinema? You go sit in a dark room in silence. And yet we think that it's weird to do that by yourself.
0: Right. And how about when you go with, a, like, you see a group of friends come in, like, and there's 10 of them and they all insist on sitting next to each other. Like, you're not going to be talking to each other. Like, Why? You're going to be talking to the person either side of you. So why don't you just split up into pairs? Oh, good Lord. I had someone, when I went to watch Endgame, so I So this
1: is the first, I went, the first I went to see it, I went to see it by myself because it, Seeing it with friends didn't didn't pan out. Apparently, the entirety of West Cornwall was booked out that Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was the first Saturday it was released. So I was like, right, I can't wait too long to go and see this. So I went to see it by myself for the next opportunity, which was Monday evening. Mm-hmm. And first of all, the people sat behind me. One of them like had to go to the toilet whilst the trailers were happening. And then, the, then I had to decide had the whole kerfuffle of him getting up and like, oh should I get out? Oh and then I had to listen to his friends complaining about how he disturbed them and then one of them going, Oh now I've got to get comfortable again. <laughs> and I'm thinking it's a three hour film. You're gonna have plenty of time to get think, comfortable. Yeah, I think you can do it. I believe in you. And then for like five minutes into the film someone comes and Oh sorry, sorry. Sits in front of me and then they sat there for a bit and I'm like oh come on you in a bit late. And then they go, Oh no, wait. Stand up and walk out because they've gone into the wrong <laughs> Oh dear. And they get very frustrated. Like, Pete, why would people just shut up
0: and let me watch the film? <laughs> it was a long. Like, at what point is it acceptable to just shush people? Yeah, I, I'm still unsure how I feel about this. Applies to any movie. It, it usually happens at the end of, like, at the end of a Harry Potter, the end of Lord of the Rings, and I, I guess especially if you go to like one of the first films. There's, there's people like applauding at, at parts of movies, and I'm not sure how I feel. I've never been inclined to clap and woo. I like that they are, are that much. Into it to feel like they need to clap at the screen, but I haven't felt that myself. <laughs> I'm not sure about you. I mean, I've multiple times
1: been annoyed that, that there has been a reaction from the audience which is audible, and it's gotten in my way of enjoying the film. <laughs> we are really too grumpy old men, aren't we? Oh, so much. <laughs> but that was part of that. Was I was sitting in the queue at the cinema, and there's people talking about what happens in the film. I'm like, you, you are definitely, definitely in a situation where you are surrounded by people who haven't
0: seen the film yet. Uh-huh. Do not talk about what happens in the film. I appreciate the cafe just outside of the cinema carousel has signs up saying no in-game spoilers because they get it like someone's watched <laughs> the film, they're going to go to the cafe and talk about it as people are coming in. So I, I think that's yeah.
1: good. Yeah, I've got a friend who's um, he's a teacher and he yeah, he wasn't able to see it on one of the midnight showings for, for many reasons, mainly being an adult. But of course, some of his students had. So he just had to say to them, like, anyone who spoils any bit, anything of
0: Endgame is just going to get detention. Good. I respect that.
1: Like, and it, it kind of carries on. like it, I, Whilst he doesn't want to hear any spoilers, you're like, it, it carries a lot of weight when you can tell someone you have spoilers for something. Mm-hmm. Especially if, if they think you might be the kind of person that would just do it to enjoy it. What is it with people who enjoy spoiling things?
0: I don't know. They're just not nice people. You ask the 10-year-old that told me what happens in Rogue One like hours before I went in. What do you mean? How do you... You can't spoil Rogue One. You can when you don't know what is, when you don't know who Luke's dad is. You can definitely be spoiled.
1: Oh my god.
0: <laughs> Wait, who's this guy in black? Yeah. Why is he so? God, he's got a weird voice. Jesus. Hey, his lightsaber's oh, red. What's the deal with that? Yeah. <sighs> anyway, well, I I, don't, I Yep. Do you want to talk about Endgame? Have you seen Endgame? No, nah, let's leave it. Let's leave it spoiler free. Let's give it, it another it. another month or two.
1: We for another month or two no one, when it's kind of old. And nobody okay. <laughs> no, maybe at the end. Let's get a crack on. You've got a topic of yours? Uh, uh, well, we can go about some stuff I've been getting up to recently. Mm-hmm. Last time we recorded, I mentioned that I had a – I'm pretty
0: sure I mentioned I had a race coming up. This uh, is – the percentage chance, even if we didn't, the percentage chance of this being true at this point is high. It's very
1: possible. Mm. Yes. Because I think I was in the same situation I am now, in that I'm recording just before going away to a race. But anyway, but this—I'm not going to talk about the race this time Uh because whilst it was very long and I did have a a lot of fun, it wasn't particularly eventful. Nothing really happened. You just put Um, one foot in
0: front of the other, just
1: like everybody else, for twelve hours. Yep. No, but the week—the week after that, we decided that we were going to make. Because it was just before Easter, we thought, oh, going, we don't have to take off many leave days to get that whole week off. So let's just go up. Finally made it up to the Isle of Skye. I don't know if you've heard, have you heard
0: of the Isle of Skye before? Yeah, we went there on our road trip. Bloody great. <sighs>
1: if you told me, I would have been so jealous. And now I'm jealous that you got there first. <laughs> right. So you're So you you're aware of what the Isle of Skye is kind of uh-huh. like, in, as in it's incredibly gorgeous. And it has some mountain called the Kulin. Okay. Mountains. Multiple mountains. There's multiple mountains it's called the Gulen. Now we're budding uh, mountaineers, so we, we, we're like, hey, we got, got you know, we went climbing Ben Nevis a couple of weeks ago. We've we got this. We can we can climb climb these mountains. They're not even as high, and there's less snow on them. Turns out they are a lot more remote, mm-hmm. and we were trying to do long long climbs by ourselves with a guidebook that, uh, whilst it tries its best, it's not overly helpful. It kind of goes, yeah, yeah. just walk up to this bit, and then there's a climb. Just do that, and you're looking at this massive buttress. Going, oh, which bit do I got? Two days in a row, we left late, so around about 10, 11 in the morning. Instead of getting up early and actually starting to give ourselves the best chance to, you know, get up and down in a day, would <laughs> take so long climbing up that by the time we have to get down, it's getting dark. That mm.
0: always feels like a personal failure. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. Well but the worst bit with this one was that we're like the first day we're climbing up and I'm like, well look, we can just keep on going we could just walk back down and like we got got to the top of one of the climbs so like we well, look we've got an easy descent back down here, but that's boring. Let's keep on going up to the summit and then from there you because know, then we can finish off and then we can walk back down again. This did not go well. To fill you in, that we were trying to climb a peak called a uh, mountain called I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but it's called cool. uh, something along the lines of skewer, jerick And if I asked you to write that down, you would definitely spell it wrong. And we'd climbed up the first buttress. That took us about five hours, so we got to the top of that about two o'clock in the three o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, oh, we've got loads of time. Sunset isn't until half eight. Loads of time to keep on going up to the, to the top and then we'll climb and there's a peak at the top called the Inaccessible
0: Pinnacle, which is quite uh, famous. What a name. Be, yeah. This is great. There should be warning signs. There should be red flags for you. Inaccessible Peak. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's points when you're going, right? we should have we should have learned from this, but we just the thing is that it's like, oh, it's only a half hour scramble up to the next ridge. So we went up that, which just kept on going. And then we're starting to like get to the point of going, actually, we're starting to run a out of time a little bit. Like maybe we should oh, maybe we should try and get back down. Like, okay, look, well, we, we keep on going over there. Oh, that, that ridge doesn't look great. I'm not really sure how to get over that. Right. Let's try let's try going down this scree slope. Now, a scree slope is basically just where the rock has fallen down and it's just not not as small as gravel yeah it's fairly large rocks but it is just loose rock mm-hmm. kind of sliding down for lack of a better word because when you stand on it it moves mm-hmm. and uh with that so bear in mind we're already losing time and then we're like right we're just going to try we're walking down this and it's taking moving down that so slowly i'm getting slower i'm going. this is not something doesn't feel right here and that that's something that something doesn't feel right was, I thought there was a reason there wasn't many paths down this bit, and that's because we got to the top of a fairly high, probably a couple of hundred meter cliff. And we're there going, right, so we've just spent 40 minutes walking down this scree slope to get stuck. And now we have to turn around and walk back mm-hmm. up it to get back where we were a moment ago. Inaccessible peak. <laughs> we, I, we hadn't got that Okay, yet. And... It's getting dark, it's getting late. Well, it's not getting dark at that point, but it's getting later. And I'm just going, how... Like, I definitely felt that we had bitten off more than we could chew there. Mm-hmm. And are you... Like, there, was, there was a case of, like, you, you, know, you don't know when you've gone too far until you've gone too far.
0: Now, I'm not sure about your climbing relationship, but are you... Who's the instigator of trips or who is the organiser of this? Like, were you both equally invested or was one person like no, I don't think we can do it and the other person's like, "No, we can. I'll I'll organize it. You can trust me. I'll get us there safely." Like were you the person that right. that that could be blamed. I told you so. We shouldn't have done this or were you off the hook? I possibly I possibly should have done more uh-huh. planning. So you you definitely
1: of should kind have of going. Okay. Oh, yeah, because uh, part part of that comes down to I was the stronger climber, so I was leading everything. Mm-hmm. And I was navigating. My girlfriend's just there. She's kind of following up. She's uh, the enthusiasm is coming from both sides. However, the planning and like the execution is all is basically all coming from my side. Mm -hmm. One is
0: blind enthusiasm, and and the other (sighs) one's pretend enthusiasm because you're getting nervous. Gotcha.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It kind of is, yeah. And just what you know when if somebody if you are more experienced than somebody else you're next to, you feel more confident. Yep. Yeah, that's a dangerous situation to be in because it makes you feel like you're better. <laughs> yeah, than no you one puts you are. in
0: check. <laughs> no one's like that's a dumb idea.
1: Yeah. So, turns out getting around the top of the uh, the coolant is is not easy because I we're just expecting well, we're expecting some kind of track to follow, but no. Good luck with that. Uh, so having to climb up things, not knowing if we're going to be able to get over this stuff, and then eventually we do actually get to the base of the inaccessible pinnacle. But at this point, I think it was. Gone seven o'clock. We did not have time to climb it, and we were not planning on climbing it by that point. So we walked, on, waved, waved it on the way past, and then we were trying to walk back down. Of what we where we knew a footpath was, but it wasn't really a footpath again. It's just a tiny little track that we managed to we managed to get lost on that twice. The path on the way down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we we managed to get lost multiple times, adding on time every single time, and it was, ah, uh, it was not fun. <laughs> It's not fun when you're not in control of the situation because you're there thinking we haven't got really got everything we need to stay out here for the night. Uh-huh. And
0: you start panicking I about mean, survival, not being prepared.
1: Well, I mean, I knew, I knew enough to be that our priority should be getting off the mountain. Mm-hmm. It it went quite, they, I, fortunately by the time it got dark, we were actually back on. We were back down off the mountain, properly off the mountain, okay. onto a footpath, very near the road, and that evening. It was a full
0: moon and a very clear sky. So we actually, we could, we could see you about head torches anyway. Because if, if 127 hours has taught me anything, that's that guy that got stuck in a canyon with a rock that fell on his arm and he was pinned in and he had to like yeah. try and get out. If that's taught me anything, is always pack your bluntest pocket knife. So just make sure you do that and then right. you'll always get out. No, and then that. that's right. very bad, isn't it? I did have a knife actually. I thought that movie did a very good job of um, visually explaining the torment and pain he must have gone through. <laughs> Jesus.
1: Oh, that is not a subtle way of putting could, it. Like, could you?
0: Spoiler alert, like he he cuts his arm off. He cuts his arm blunt, off. With a blunt pocket knife. It was already a cheap knife, but after like trying to like cut away at the rock with it because he thought that might be his way out. So he had to break his arm and then cut through his arm and like cut through the nerves, which were the hardest bit apparently. And I mean, in hindsight, hey, it worked out great. He's got like Mr. Bionic arm. He's like touring the world, doing motivational speaking. He's still alive. he's alive. But also probably well off. Like it was a decision that meant he probably didn't have to work again. Like it was a lot of things worked out for him, but bloody hell, I'm not sure. I don't know if I could have done it. I think that's a very good example of, how quickly something can go very wrong yeah, and people should be much more and how it's, it was quite a small anyway, rock wasn't it Yeah, anyway, let's not talk about disasters it's quite, a small, quite a small rock where it just jammed his arm anyway but this is the kind of thing that I'm
1: making uh, the point I was going to make was that you would think after a day like this we would learn our lesson and then the next day would be a shorter day and we would leave early
0: <laughs> oh shit it's 11am
1: wow yeah, no, that is exactly the time we left on oh, Sunday. No. So we left later. I have planned a different climb, but this one was called uh, Jeffrey's Dyke. Who names these right.
0: mountains in Scotland?
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is no, no, but no, this is different because this is this is an actual dyke, but it's named after Jeffrey. someone presumably called Jesus. Jeffrey. Yeah, uh, who I think was the first person to climb it or a very famous climber. Me, uh, he, one one small about uh, this one that we hadn't climbed. Uh, For uh, like I knew how to get back down from this one. I checked that one because it was uh, I could, and I could see the whole way down, and it was much easier to see this time. I'm like, right, we get up to there, then we go back down there. Good, we're not going to get that wrong this time. Right, let's go. Now this was 300 meters up of climbing. Mm. After the uh, first, get, get, we get there, we get racked up, and I start going off. Like after two moves in, I find that the the route I wanted to go was a bit slippy and a bit wet. So I'm like, oh, I'll just go around this. And that was probably one of the first decisions I made which was going to slow us down. <laughs> the very
0: first decision, good.
1: And that decision after decision which slowed us down meant that, um, to cut a long story short, we took seven hours to get to oh, the top yeah. of this climb. The last four or so hours of which were quite stressful because we realized we were going too slowly. And we oh, the only option we had was to keep on going straight up. Mm. Like you couldn't escape off to the side. And going back down would have taken just as long. And we well, we're so starting we to, get to the top. And when yep, yeah. so we got we topped out on that one at about eight o'clock, Ooh. I think. And we we're like, well, we could see where we need to go. We just need to get back down this. And we had to go down a, a quite a committing ridge. Get to the descent. <laughs> and. Yeah, what I would say, what kind of this is we had a great time and we loved it. But you should really know the area before you commit to a long climb. That's, um, yeah, we, we, we.
0: So that's my little story of getting lost in the mountains. <laughs> I, I feel, well, yeah, it's the thing with when you go, like it's, you're on holiday, but you still need to get up early because it's beneficial. That's always tough. So I feel for you there. And you always yeah. have to, have to do a, a first climb. But, What I think what I'm pissed off about is that the very first climber that did this, Jeffrey, he like also didn't know about the mountain, didn't know the best routes, maybe he went the wrong way, probably had to do the same amount of hours as you but without the guide and he's got all this time to think about, you know, like uh, what am I going to tell the newspapers, like get a good selfie of myself climbing up this mountain, blah, blah, blah. And then he gets to the top and they celebrate and they're like, what are you going to name this mountain you conquered? And it's, oh, Jeffrey's dark. I don't know. <laughs> he just hadn't thought it through. Oh,
1: dummy. I'm pretty sure that was sent a very long time ago and a lot of routes that age are basically named after. But like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: that would just be the name of the person and this route. <laughs> like, what's that? That's the climb that this person used to get to the top. So would you say that uh, Isle Scars conquered you? It definitely put us in our place. Mm. It was definitely a no. You do not know everything. <laughs> Probably good to have that. But also, I think that uh, the the adversity that we went through well, that <laughs> taught taught us a lot.
2: <laughs>
0: the. I always remember doing um, when you've doing like a, yeah, an expedition or a tramp or something like that, and it's like raining and you haven't got your rain jacket or you're drenched and or you're late climbing and somebody forgot the compass right. or like some you
1: took the wrong turning and you weren't listening and somebody wasn't paying attention. Yeah, all,
0: all sorts of things that you know you would never admit to anyone, especially on a public forum like a podcast. Like nothing, none of these failures yeah. as a as an outdoor adventurer. But it's funny that the the worst moments. Make the best memories. Well, you don't remember the ones that went smoothly. You remember the shitty ones where you thought, like, I'm going to get hypothermia. Well, I didn't think that was going to happen to me ever. I thought I'd always be prepared.
1: Oh, it, it definitely is. The one. The only ones you've really learned from are the ones where
0: stuff goes right. wrong. Yep.
1: I can't remember who it was that said, it's not an adventure until something goes wrong. That's it. I think that was Hillary.
0: Clinton? Edmund. Mm, okay, sure. Because I was like, what adventure is Hillary Clinton? I remember the very first, very first hike I went on, we had school bags, big... Sleeping bags that we held. Our food was tin spaghetti, which we had to carry the tins out with us, which was bad as well. And uh Milky Way bars like chocolate Mars bars and cocoa pops, like just all, all the worst things. And we had jeans, which were if they got wet or they weren't very warm. It was just miserable, but also Chasing. the best time ever. You very quickly learn the things that don't work. So jeans, bad. Like shoes that you haven't worn bad. in, bad. <laughs> Not knowing where you're going. Food
1: that makes a mess of the saucepan, bad. Mm-hmm. All the things that you carry that you didn't really need, that's a lot of weight you didn't need to carry. So you start learning those things. I, I used to carry a lot of stuff when I went hiking because I need everything. if something goes wrong, now I realize the stuff that I actually need. And I'm suddenly carrying a lot less stuff mm-hmm even in winter, I was able to carry a lot of that stuff because you once you get more experience, you know what you need to carry. Yeah, And yeah, you just, you learn when something was heavy that you didn't use. The amount of times you'll realize something, you've
0: packed it every single time it's never come out of the bag. Mm. So you just stop packing. Yeah, that's why it's good to make make lists at the end and go like, was this useful? Was this not? And then go again. It's also quite
1: important to point, uh, like when people are starting this kind of thing. So if you're, if you're just getting into hill walking or climbing, then you need to you need to realize that the first couple of trips are probably not going to go well. Mm-hmm. You're going to forget things. You're going to get things wrong. You're going to go slower than you're expecting. It's probably going to rain, uh, but
0: you just have to endure and learn from what you what's happened. Uh-huh. Like inaccessible pinnacle might actually be inaccessible. Just throwing that out there. And these are things you have to think about.
1: Well. I am slightly upset that it got away, so it definitely gives us a reason to go back. Not that we would have needed a reason to go back because it's beautiful on the Isle of Skye
0: and we would definitely be going. Nice. We just don't know. Well, speaking of um, interesting names and in interesting places, are you ready to play Real or Not? Oh, do we have a theme tune? Da, 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 no, we don't actually have one. Sorry, I was making that. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the budget couldn't go no, that far. No. Uh, this uh, Real or Not game, <laughs> there are 10 questions. Oh, wait, wait. If, if any of the viewers at home want to write us oh, a Yeah, theme even tune if it's just your voice, like get your phone out and record, right. make it up on please the spot. Please
1: send in. That's a great idea. Please
0: send us in a theme tune for Real or Not, and we will pick the best yes, one. Yes, message us on, on we'll Facebook. be, That'd be great. I'd love that if we did every time. Okay. that would make us give a more excuse to research these. This one is uh, I'm helping you out a little bit. It's. Um, Wait, wait. wait. Oh, have we explained the rules? Okay.
1: What, what if someone has, hasn't listened to the real or not That's before? True. Because we didn't really call it that last That's time.
0: true. I, I completely made that name up pretty much two seconds ago. So there, there are going to be 10 items, and this one's real or not. It could be like, is this one thing or is it the other? You have to, it's probably 50 50 if you get it right or if you get it wrong based on your judgment, and you'll get a score out of 10. And this time I've been wise and on my notes, I've written whether they are real or not. So, because last time I did this game, I couldn't remember if I'd made them up or <laughs> if they were real. Um, so, this time. And Googling didn't work because you'd already. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully, this time it goes a bit smooth. But people at home, you can play as well. You can uh, have a think about yourself and keep a tally of. This one is courtesy of um, a great publication, the RAC magazine. This is uh, Quirky Place Names in WA. Western Australia. So you should be able to help, help you out here. The first one. Surely, if you're going to just like
1: use the whole of WA, whatever you say, it probably exists somewhere. I don't know. This is...
0: this is. Have difficult.
1: you made sure that the ones you made up are actually made up and you haven't managed to accidentally
0: come up with an obscure one? Uh, nope. So <laughs> I didn't think about that reality. <laughs> but you can Google these if you like. If you want to help us out with the Q&A, that'd be great. <laughs> No googling googling's cheating so we will never know anyway oh <laughs> <Yeah, Okay>. god <laughs> uh place place Hard number one. 1 disaster bay disaster yep, bay because
1: a disaster uh, I, I, well i i definitely want that to be true disaster bay i i'm going to say that that one is 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 true and I, I want to know the disaster that
0: happened. Okay, there. tick yourself one correct. Disaster Bay is correct. It was Woo-hoo! named by Captain Philip Parker King of the HMS Bathurst. Um, um, While they were in 1822 while in the bay, the ship's anchor was lost and with the crew unable to control the ship due to a lack of wind, it drifted close to dangerous reefs but never hit them. Is that down in Margaret? River? Um, I don't know. There's probably a good bit of information that would be good for this game. But... um. Because I've possibly been there. Well, I do know it is along the coast of WA. So that is. Well, that's normally where. Let's not get into details, but that is definitely a thing with that. (laughs) All right, you're going good. Uh, I'm going to keep track of your score like a good good gamekeeper. You are one. Okay, place number two Pound Town. So. (laughs) Pound Town. Oh, God.
1: Um, I'm going to guess. That you see, part of me is thinking that not many places in WA are named something town, like very few places.
0: How's it spelled? Uh, like the currency P O U N D. And how's town spelled? Like T O W N T? No, T O W N. No, no T. Town. No, oh, yeah, no, it wouldn't be no, T, yeah. I'm not sure why you said. That. That <laughs> I,
1: don't, I don't think any places call themselves something town because that would be weird. So I'm going to say this
0: is false and you've made it up. Correct, that was not right. <laughs> I should. I mean, you you reasoned out. you were very good at this game. Damn, I thought the pounders in the currency would try and throw off. So I tried to put it in there. Okay.
1: No, I mean it, it. It's the kind of place that you really want. It, like if I went, if it did exist, and I went there, I would definitely
0: take a photo of myself with the sign. Mm-hmm, that's true. Just so yeah. I yeah. say that. I, I thought went down, it was pound, quite down. genius, Pound Town. But anyway, you're good. <laughs> Sound good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, town number Absolutely. three. You're going very good. Two from two. Boom. Place number three, Siberia.
1: Wait, so you mean, is there a place called Siberia in WA? Ooh, I see. That's interesting. Because there's a lot of places named after other places, but not normally Siberia. Uh, But I'm also guessing that if you made this up, this is when you really should have fact-checked, because there may well be a place in WA called Siberia. But would it be in the WA? Ooh, I really don't know which way to go because it might have just been some small town named Siberia. But no, uh, yeah, I'm going to say this is true because I don't think you would have picked
0: Siberia. Oh, a bit of meta-judgment here. I like it. Oh, yeah. Final answer? Yep, true. Final answer. You are Correct. It is a real place. Boom. Originally named Waverley, now abandoned Goldfields Town site. Uh, it was changed in 1914 after concerns that it was too similar to other towns, but it was renamed, named after the Siberia tank, the water supply, which was just a joke because it was very hot. So that's the uh, one with that one. All right. Uh, place number four is Whoop Whoop. Whoop yeah. Whoop. I want that to be true so much. I'm just going to say it's true. I really want whoop whoop to be true. If you don't, don't know Australian slang, it's commonly like uh, we're lost out in whoop whoop. So your final answer?
1: I didn't know that was Australian oh. slang, but I'm still going to say, stick with my final answer. It's true.
0: Man, tried to throw you off. Yes, it is true. It, uh, is that like out beyond the black bush or something? No, yeah. surprisingly. It's actually near where I grew up. It's a small timber settlement uh, around, around a sawmill. 1925 near Boy up Brook, which is down southwest. So pretty, pretty, yeah. Uh, I love how some of the place names in WA are just so unpronounceable. I didn't know what, what was actually like a real place. So this is like educational for me as well.
1: <laughs> so you should, I hope you, you did fat, did enough fact checking to get this right, because if you manage to make one up that does exist, I'll, I'll, that would just be uh-huh, perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: All right, uh, fifth one, because we're, we're pushing time. Um, Shit Creek. There's definitely got to be a
1: place called Shit Creek in WA. It's definitely got to be true.
0: Okay. Final answer? True?
1: Yeah, final final answer. Okay.
0: Barring that's any Google research, it is incorrect. You made that one up. That is oh, another – I tried to throw you off. That's another slang of, uh, of like up, we're up Shit Creek. Don't know where we are without a paddle. So not real bad luck. All right. Uh, number six. This one in Alaska.
1: Two sticks. Two sticks. That, that is a... Uh, two sticks. Have I been to two sticks? If it doesn't exist, then obviously I haven't. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to say that's true before I
0: Google Yeah, it. I'm <laughs> frantically Googling because... <laughs> I was just about to Google it to say, oh, I wonder if I've I been... I <laughs> have made that up. So it's currently incorrect, pending... Oh, there's only restaurants, so that makes me feel better. Yeah, no, it did not go yeah, up. That <laughs> makes me feel better. Well, I guess I definitely didn't All right. go down I'm Too that's wrong. Nice to I'm windy. catching up. Uh right,
2: four
0: to two. Okay, number seven, Windy Harbor. Windy, windy Harbor. harbor that's windy. That's true. That's got to be true. Windy Harbor. True. Damn it. That is true. Yep. Down south, it is. In fact, I can tell you for sure, it is a very windy hut. Never been there when it's not windy. It's weird how they got that name. Also, not original. Why did they call it Windy Harbour? Could name anything else. Windy Harbour. Dude, I, I'm pretty sure I've, I've never yeah, you've probably something. been there. That was probably a gimme. I'll, I'll let you have that one. All right, number. Oh wait, no, hang on. I'm looking more. No, I don't number think I have, eight. No, I've been past it. Fill her up. Number eight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fill her up.
1: Uh now. See a lot of places end up, and manage up. Does man? Boy, enough. Yeah, nah, yeah. uh, It means water. It means a source mm-hmm. of water, doesn't it? Um, fill up. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put this in the same category, but I just want it to be true. So, yes, true. No, made that one up.
0: I th- no, that uh, was great. Fill her I out. Thanks. It. I wish I yeah. Yeah. Her Which is also, <laughs> I didn't even think about how it's a place of water, which is kind of ironic. That's great. All right. <laughs> Five to three, I've got very slim chance of catching up. I need to get the next two right. Okay. Number nine Still is, up. that's a good name for a town, just quietly. Uh, number nine is <laughs> Blambo. Blambo? Blambo.
1: Blambo. Um, going down to Blambo. Um, I, I'm wondering if Blambo is not the actual name of a place, but is what it is like, the, is the slang for it. So it's like mm. a nickname for it. So there could be a lot of Blambos. But um, is there one actually called Blambo? Uh, I'm going to guess that there is not a place called Blambo in WA.
0: Final answer? Final answer. Final answer is, yet yeah, false. It's made up. I actually did just did a Google map search and it can't find any results, which makes me very happy about my made up words. It's very hard to do that.
2: Blanc, All right.
0: Final blanc. one. North Pole. That's got to be true.
1: North Pole has just got to be true. There's got to be a place called North Pole. Final answer? Yeah.
2: North.
0: You uh, maybe so nervous but in your pause. North Pole what? is Correct. It is also a mining Boom. town and I'm near a place towns. called Marble Bar, which is like always gets the records of the temperature. So it's just uh, us making a piss take on the fact that it's like the hottest place in Australia. Bloody miles away from Congratulations, ride. seven out of 10. You actually did really good. Boom. I know my, know my random places. And in you're WA. also good at at, dis, at figuring out, like, uh, you're starting to decipher my ability to make up things. So I'm going to have to like really up my game. Maybe I'll do the next one. Sounds good. Next time we play. And then we'll do it. But I'll
1: think of a different theme to go on. But I'll tell you what, I'm just looking at, for the first time in a while, I'm looking at a map of Western Mm -hmm. Australia. And I don't think I ever really appreciate, or I probably did, but it's been a while since I appreciated how little of WA I actually visited. Yeah, it's massive. It's it's massive. I drove for bloody hours. And yeah, all I went
0: to was the little lower left hand Uh corner. To be fair, there's a whole lot of nothing. Um, how like we're... you didn't really miss out much. Yeah, it's quite a big place, but there's like a
1: national park up there. Calama, Calam, Cal, Calamari is how I'm going to put. it. Calamari. That one. Mm-hmm. National park. That one. That one. <laughs> yeah. There's a national park. As far as I can tell, it's in the middle of bloody nowhere.
0: It's just sounds. Say of there's bloody nothing there too.
1: But why is why is there a national park there? What's going on? But yeah I should definitely no, I we, should, uh, we should we should get on with that road trip to the uh, the South Australian oh, yeah. border.
0: Come over It happened? It was the greatest trip that almost happened. Oh. It's the greatest trip that just didn't happen. <laughs> oh, I think we're uh, we've wrapped up with our time here, so um
1: yeah, I, think I the music's probably, playing, uh, so That's, that's the queue anyway, knows.
0: so you can hear it playing there.
1: <laughs> well,
0: this is the Oscars or something. <laughs> uh this i'm gonna steal it uh what should they do Baxter?
1: what or what should people do after yes. this this episode uh yeah, it's oh, hard yeah, on the spot good. isn't it i mean are you, you had yeah you you caught me out I should have thought about this so um, I, to, I think what you should do after listening to this episode is you should go and I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go keep with keep the theme of doing stuff that I really mm-hmm. should get around to doing. And I'll tell you what, I've got a lot mm-hmm. of washing that needs doing. So what you should do after listening to this episode is just, just go and it. put a wash on. You know you've been, you've been putting it off. And for it sets long, off probably. a chain
0: reaction. Like once you it's wash easy, it, man. then you have to like dry it or hang it up and then you have to fold it and then you have to wear it later. So it's you're doing a good thing for future you.
1: And, and then you have clothes. It's so like, I I don't know why I spend so much time
0: before I eventually just go, fine, I'll do a wash. when I realise after, so it's really nice. Yeah, it turns out like, I actually wish you had given me this advice maybe yesterday because I've got a meeting today and I've just realised that I may not actually have clean clothes, so it's actually a problem.
1: Right. Well, you've you okay. So <laughs> Copes should definitely go put a wash on them. Uh, and those listening at home should as well. Also, you should have a think about. I love that. I'd
0: love it. We, it if wrong. you don't want to, you want to be anonymous, that's fine too. We just want something absurd from you. Um, and we'll credit you if you like, for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's up to you. you depends as what angle you're time. going for, if you're proud of it or not.
1: Ah, oh, anyway, thanks for stopping by, Coates. and uh, we will catch up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Soon.
0: We've got a little uh, bit, a of, bit of a song on the, on the outro, so stick around for that. It's uh, from our good friend Scott Devonish. He's going to play us a little tune. He's in the studio with us. And he's gonna he's not actually he's at home sleeping probably and but he's gonna he's giving us a song that we can we can play <laughs> and um, yeah. don't, don't spoil it's, the it's, movie magic and I'll, I'll leave you with one quote before we leave. it is um "If you don't, if uh, people didn't dare to dream and labor for what they love, I wouldn't be here And that's from I'm not sure if you know this guy called Leonardo. he's uh, the fearless leader of the teenage mutant Ninja Turtles. Sorry was very, very <laughs> <laughs> he actually said that so that's pretty cool anyway thanks Baxter good to talk that's alright yeah oh, we'll catch up soon Peace. see you.
3: I crawl into my shell Occupy my private hell You won't see the things I see No more beauty in my mind As my reasoning unwinds you better stay away from me It all looks so easy
2: But that doesn't help
3: To make this feeling go away Give me time and I'll break free